Hello, and welcome to the SUP Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbein. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the SUP Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that happens in the news, explained by your two funniest friends, which is us. Of course. Um, so I can kick us off with what's been getting me through this week in okay. Trump's America, because I know we have... What's so the thing? much to discuss? Well, it's not even really the whole week for you. It's really? just since Tuesday. Yeah, what's been getting me through since Tuesday. Um, and that is, there were some primaries this week. Yay. Wow. Elections. Um, I know. Free Crazy. elections. Get them while you can. Um, <laughs> true. Yeah. I know it's sort of like the yeah. pregame for the midterms. I feel like this kind of means right. like it's it's happening. Right. We're in the midterm season. Right. Can't stop time. No. It's <laughs> like November 8th. I don't know if whatever the second Tuesday in November, first yeah. Tuesday of November, whatever, whatever that is. It's Coming. So, um, there were primaries this week. There were, definitely had them in West Virginia and Ohio. Oh, and like one more place. Honestly, Google it. <laughs> <laughs> or reference earlier emails. Or reference, yes. I honestly signed up for the Betches Sup newsletter. Oh, just to, while we're plugging the newsletter, mm-hmm. we're giving away a free Sonos speaker to one lucky subscriber in the month of May. So go to Betches.com slash the hyphen sup hyphen sign up. Yeah. And and you can win the speaker. If you're already signed up, you can still win stickers by mm-hmm. getting your friends to sign up and then DMing us their um, email address and mm-hmm. your mailing address. Yes. And if that was complicated for me to explain, just rewind. <laughs> Listen to it again. All the information is there. Yeah. Everybody loves the stickers. Yeah. Everybody loves Sonos speakers. They're Ev- so nice. And everybody loves the SUP. So, so you can only win. So you can only offer. win. You know, Crooked Media only gives you a Sonos discount. Yeah. They don't oh, even yeah. give you free Sonos speakers. Yeah, so it's give, like... We give free to to one person. To one person. One person, person but whereas, you could be the person. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're we're no Donald Trump, but we're we are giving you a good deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's usually giving other people a good deal. <laughs> that is true. That is true. The if, best, he's the best deal maker for everyone else. Yeah. If if we were Donald Trump and we were doing this deal, we would just give free Sonos speakers to like Everybody. someone we saw, and then yeah. <laughs> and then we would make ourselves bankrupt. Yeah, we would be like, "Do you want free Sonos speakers?" And they would be like, "Yes." And we were like, "The deal has been made." <laughs> <laughs> Deal making with Donald Trump. <laughs> so, I know my sounds a little weird right now, but I'm gonna just try to. Okay, I think that might be. Yeah, better. I think. Sorry, guys. Sorry, everybody. You know, sometimes okay. things are happening in the moment. Okay, so the um, primaries. The primaries. Big takeaways from the primaries are, um, you know, we need to keep the momentum up. They were actually they were primaries, so no Democratic or Republican mashups. But that would be called a, <laughs> a mashup. Um, but like the the enthusiasm for the Democrats is not necessarily where we wanted it to be. I think it was in Ohio that more Republicans turned out for their primary than Democrats turned out on the other end for their own primary. The Republicans did have more contentious matchups, right? Does it, does it have to mean a bad thing that fewer Democrats in general showed up than fewer Republicans? Or could it actually mean a better thing because they're less concerned? Like It could. I mean, it could be both. It could just. But a lot of times, like when we are measuring enthusiasm, I think Democrats were expected to see like more people or we're expecting to see more people come out to the primary. But it could just be that 
their matchups were not as contentious. Like if we look at West Virginia, West Virginia could have had a Roy Moore situation on the Republican side because there was this guy, Don Blankenship, who was running, who you guys might have heard of because he put out this crazy campaign ad that if you want to watch it, we actually have it up on our site. Um, where he It's crazy. He says a bunch of racist stuff about Mitch McConnell's wife. He refers to her as his China family because <laughs> Mitch McConnell's wife is Elaine Chow, our transportation secretary. It, this is also crazy because Don Blankenship is engaged to a Chinese woman. What the hell? <laughs> so, Shut up. Second of all. He's not even married. He's only engaged. I know. For, <laughs> like, That's weird for like a Republican politician. Well... He might, I don't know his whole background, but he might have been married before, but he did spend the last year in jail because a company that he ran was found responsible for a mining accident that killed 29 people. Um, I thought so, we're bringing back the coal industry. Right. So an amazing candidate. So um, great candidate all around Don Blankenship. He also, in this campaign ad, the best part is that he calls Mitch McConnell cocaine Mitch, <laughs> which is just so funny because, like, Mitch McConnell does not seem like is he's on Is that a hair coke. color reference? It, apparently, so I think it was NPR, they said that the reference is because, this is such a long walk, a company <laughs> that is owned by Mitch McConnell's wife's dad once had trace amounts of cocaine found in a shipping container on one of their ships. So he is now so cocaine now Mitch? So now he's cocaine Mitch. <laughs> Which I love the idea of cocaine Mitch. That is the craziest thing I've ever it's heard. It's such a long walk to say and also not explain at all in the video. Like, yeah. <laughs> like first of all, no one knows any of this. That's like what you'd put your like drug dealer in college into your phone as. Cocaine Mitch. You wouldn't even put it in no, cocaine you wouldn't. Mitch. No, you would do Mitch with the snow emoji. Yeah. And be like... This yes, <laughs> or like, or like white tuxedo Mitch. Yeah, Mitch White yeah. or something. I know in in college I used to put various drug dealers as Green was always yes. their last name. Yeah, that's where I got weed. Um, hello to the FBI. Wow, you're so smart. <laughs> Green. No shit. Um, okay. Okay, so what were the results of the primary? So the results of that primary are that Don Blankenship did not win. He came in third. So now that... That's pretty lame. Yeah. So he didn't do great. Um, The guy who won is this guy, Patrick Morrissey. He's the attorney general. And uh, that's in West Virginia where actually Democrats are defending their Senate seat. Joe Manchin is running mm-hmm. um, again to defend his seat. And it's going to be, that's going to be a really, really tough one because Trump won West Virginia by 40 points or something. He's still super popular in West Virginia. Like they're like, if you're wondering what is like, how did base, Joe Manchin get elected? They like him. He's very like, he's a Democrat, but he'll vote. Like he's going to vote for uh, Gina Haspel. He like does Republican things. Okay. Well, and you have to, if you're from West Virginia. Yeah. And I think he What's has like a little bit of an outsidery vibe. vibe. So I mean, I like he, an outsider. and he's been reelected. Like he's won elections statewide in West Virginia a couple of times, but it's just like, when they're so in love with Trump at this point, it's it's going to be a hard one. We're, okay. We're, we're defending that seat pretty okay. hard. So, you know, keep an eye out on all of these. Elise, like, you have the most perfect handwriting. Please, Instagram. Look at this handwriting. <laughs> Instagram, look at that handwriting. For those of you who are listening uh, to, the um, podcast, to the podcast, we're speaking to our Instagram live. Just know... Um, 
my it's handwriting really is really nice. Wow. Okay. It is nice. Do um, you want to know what's getting me through the week? Yes. Oh, one more thing oh. I wanted to say about these primaries is that um, there were a lot of women candidates who won at various levels. Yay, um, women! And one woman, I don't remember where she was running, and she was running uncontested, but one of Donald Trump's accusers oh, shit. won a primary. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah. Wow. So I believe she was running unopposed. That's like... <laughs> but that's either like, way, that's pretty crazy. That's like the more legitimate version of how Donald Trump brought like Bill Clinton's accusers to the yes. to the debate. Yes. This is like, oh, now she's going to show up like in Congress. Yes. That would be crazy. That would but be crazy. Of, but of... The results of like as a result of her winning, exactly. as opposed to just trolling. Okay. So everybody, just keep the enthusiasm up. We've got we've got a couple months. We're kicking off this midterm season, so just very exciting. Keep it keep it in your minds. Watch yeah. watch the polls. Watch the polls. Okay, what's getting me through the week is Kim Kardashian <gasps> is the latest warrior for social justice. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that the way the Republicans use no. it. No. No, I we mean, mean that it in a positive. I, yeah, here's the thing. I don't understand why like they use social justice warrior as like a dig. Yeah, it sounds like, very powerful. Not, it sounds like great. Like why wouldn't we all be warriors for, you know, equality, liberty, and various other positive things that represent the foundations of what America stands for? Like why like why is that a neg? I don't understand any of their insults. They either sound positive, like social justice warrior or like snowflake. Snowflakes like, are people, lovely. Like, that's lovely. Everybody loves snowflakes. <laughs> so it's either those two which sound positive or things that I don't care about, like cuck or whatever which I'm just yeah. like I don't know what that is well there's is. also libtard which yeah, is like yeah which is just reflects ugh. so much more on the person it, who yeah. uses it, it than it does libtard literally sounds like you're in fourth grade and you could you can't pronounce something correctly yeah. like you just <laughs> it really does and like it just shows so many things about like yeah, who, the person yeah. who uses it, yeah. where it's just like, ugh, yes. like you are, you are very stuck in the early aughts of your yeah. mentality. If we're no, still, you're stuck like, in like your own like age six, yeah, brain. Okay. Uh, yeah, they need better insults. They yeah. need better insults. Way better is what I'm saying. Yeah. They're not. I'm not hurt by any. Yeah, of them. like that's why they're just not as funny mm-hmm. as like a group of people. But okay. let's talk about Kim, Kim Kardashian, social justice warrior. So she's been campaigning um, mm-hmm. to basically get a. So there's this woman. Her name's Alice Marie Johnson. She's mm-hmm. a grandmother. She's 62 years old. Yes. and she's been in jail on a life sentence basically um, for having one once used marijuana like her first yeah it was use. something like it's like a first offense I think it her was first I, I think it had to do with like moving money also there was like a money component okay I don't know exactly what Alice Marie Johnson did but I do know that Kim Kardashian has been trying to get yes. her sentence commuted it was a non-violent first offense and it was drug related but I think it might have had to do with moving money around. and it was weed related yes. so it wasn't like a hard drug no so basically Kim has hired her legal team and has you know been rally uh, lobbying Mm -hmm. the trump administration kim is now a lobbyist yep been lobbying the trump administration to get alice marie johnson's sentence commuted and that is what kim is doing these days in addition to shilling perfume in the shape of her own body (laughs) yes that and getting, yes. you know, nonviolent drug offenders out of jail. So. Yeah, I don't know. And probably it's like... called ballot. Yeah, exactly. And probably like texting her husband some articles about slavery. That yeah. You <laughs> like, have, you, have you heard about this? Here's the Wikipedia page. Like, What are you doing? <laughs> for the history of slavery. Um, it's so interesting. So she gave this interview, because we've talked about this a little bit 
before, but now she gave an interview with Mike where she talks about it. And I watched it, and honestly, Kim comes across so great in this interview. And she has a lot of training. Yes. Let's be fair. She has media training, but like she seems. Uh, she seems to know what she's talking about. I guess she first saw the story on Mike, which is why she like went to them for this interview. Oh, Kim. And I know See stories on Betches. <laughs> I, I know, right? I'm like, how do we break some news to Kim? Um, but yeah. then, so in the interview, they ask her basically like, how do you feel about people who are like, you shouldn't be working with Trump? And she's like, well, I'm trying to do something good and he's the president, so... I have to right. work with him. Right. You're not going to like wait three years to yeah. do anything. Yeah. Like this woman's 62 years old. And also it's like, yeah, I mean, the only thing, the thing we're trying to do is get her pardoned by the president. And he oh, it's is, to get her pardoned. It's not to, it's to get lower her, her sentence. I think it's to get her out. Yeah. Clemency. Okay. He should just do that. He pardoned Scooter Libby because it was like a Sunday. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I think I feel like. Why is there so much lobbying? Just I know. go do it. I know. And Jared and you don't Ivanka care about are apparently involved in it. Wouldn't it be funny if, like, on one day, Trump pardons, like, everyone involved in his scandals, like, Paul Manafort mm -hmm. and, like, yes. his son, his son-in-law, and, like, his son, his son and then, like, Alice Marie Johnson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or they're just like, hmm, we're still looking at the Johnson case. I'm yeah. just not sure if we can let this grandmother out of jail yeah. for, like, one bad thing she did many years ago. It's It's so crazy. But, well, we were talking about this, which is, so, on Roni, yes. Bethany Frankel there is like... Oh, yeah. So, I was going to save this for one more thing, but oh, I guess yes. we can talk about it. I forgot. Should we talk about we it later doing. or now? Let's I guess we're into just, the main show. Yeah, let's, we'll get it into the now. main show. We'll, we'll talk Although, about... No. Okay, let's just do it now. <laughs> okay. So, on, on Roni, there was the entire episode last night was Bethany essentially trying to save Puerto Rico, and she go, she's going there with Dorinda... And basically, like, she's literally responsible for handing out car, like, money, cards with money on them. Mm -hmm. She's, like, she got a, a really rich person she knows to, like, give her a warehouse and, like, planes and stuff so that she could take supplies to Puerto Rico. So, like, Bethany Frankel is doing the work that the military should have done a year ago. I know. And now we have Kim, who's a doing criminal justice reform and the host of The Apprentice is president. So. Yeah, so like, <laughs> wh where does the line, where's the yeah. line between like reality television? It's not even like, it's not even like we have HBO stars in the in, no. into politics. We no. have like reality, reality TV that was just a joke for so many years. I know, I just tweeted this out, but it, it's like America went from reality TV stars are dumb to reality TV stars are the government and like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what that's what struck me so much about this episode last night is that Bethany Frankel is is basically doing like what volunteers and like FEMA and relief teams do. And yeah. it's just weird that like she's the one doing it and like no one else is helping her and she's just this woman who's yeah. on the real hospice of New York. Who's just like rich yeah. and just like has yeah. the ability. So um, if you want to help Bethany out, you should uh, pretend you can donate to her um, foundation, which is which is called Be Strong. Mm -hmm. um, you go to delivering-good.org slash this way mm -hmm. be strong it's be just just the letter b no b e just mm -hmm. be strong so mm -hmm. delivering hyphen good.org slash b the letter strong we gotta get bethany in here yeah we gotta get bethany in here bethany if you are listening beth come here 
You wouldn't need We it. can talk, like, seriously, you're the only one doing this. What yeah. the hell is going on? Okay. <laughs> anyway. Let's dive into the about, news yeah. of the week. <laughs> the real news of the week. Not... Okay. Well, I was about to say not reality TV show related, but as we just They're discussed, all it's, it's all, all it's all related to reality TV at this point. So the Iran deal. Let's just revisit this real quick yes. since you guys talked about it a lot on the Tuesday mm-hmm. podcast, which you guys, I don't know if you heard yet, but we are now twice a week, yes. Tuesday and Thursday. And on Tuesday's podcast, Elise and Brian talked a lot about the details of the Iran yeah. deal. But now we're here to tell you that the Iran deal, America was the... Ameri- I... The Iran deal still exists. The UK, France, and I believe a bunch of other countries are yeah. still involved. But the US is out, meaning that we are the first, we are the violators of the deal. Yes. So we violated the deal. And now it's kind of this weird situation where like, yes, all the European, Sorry, I can't stop thinking about the P tape. Wow, I haven't thought about that in a few minutes. (laughs) The European countries and Iran are, like, talking about how to continue the deal, and they want to. But the deal is essentially ended because if, which we're planning to do, apparently. I mean, we don't really have a plan for what we're going to do. But according to Trump, we're going to reinstate these sanctions. So if that happens... European countries by proxy are just not going to do business in Iran because of all of the red tape. So it's basically by us getting out of the deal, we're basically forcing the entire world to get out of the deal because if we're not going to do business with Iran, like no countries are going to put their business there. Right. So now we've effectively destabilized the nuclear situation Mm -hmm. in the Middle East. Mm -hmm. Um, As I think last night, Israeli and Iranian Iranian forces clashed in Syria. So that was the immediate. Immediately. Immediately. So quickly. Like they were waiting. Um, But one nuclear crisis uh, begins another Closes and. its doors. Well, well <laughs> right. So North Korean, uh, there's now a date that Trump yes. and Kim Jong-un are yes, going June to. June 12th in Singapore. Save the day. Yes. <laughs> that was so funny in the email, what you wrote mm-hmm. about. You guys will have to get the email. You guys have to get the email to read yeah. what I wrote. Um, yeah. But yeah, save the date. Trump, Kim yeah. Jong-un in Singapore. It's going to be lit. <laughs> I just don't get how now the, the North Koreans can take it, potentially take any of this seriously when it's like, oh, you make a deal and then you, you change power and then you get out of it. Yeah, but the thing is what the North Koreans sort of want... So this is something they just want to be like at the table. They want to be recognized and they want a formal resolution to the Korean War, which would mean like us leaving. I don't have a problem. Oh, it would mean like us leaving the peninsula. It's it's kind of crazy. So they released these detainees, which is like great. You shouldn't have taken them in the first place. So like they're like, wow, we gave you. Here's your the people thing. back they and it's said, like okay you stole them in the first place but it's, right but here's the thing the reason they took these hostages is because they wanted to get the america to negotiate with them so they basically got what they wanted they it's not like this like triumph that they got them released it's like yeah they no. got them released when you gave them the thing that they said they when they gave when you gave north korea what they said they would what they said yeah. they wanted and yeah. would release them in exchange for. It's also just... You didn't get anything. It goes back to kind of this thing that I, I know I've said on the podcast before, but it's like North Korea is getting... It Personally, I feel like they're getting everything out of this deal. They're playing us so hard. Like, they are... They're giving us 
prisoners that they took specifically to give them back to us as yes, like uh, that's what I was trying yeah, to say yeah, now. as like a yeah. fit, whatever then they're also like okay so maybe they're gonna end their nuclear program first of all I don't as, as much as I believe that like we're gonna uphold our end of the deal I believe that they're gonna stop there's testing no nu- way they they're also, going to end their nuclear program their nuclear program is also shitty like they like, they have it but it's not <laughs> Great. It's like it's like our capabilities in the sixties or seventies. Right. It's a it's a nuclear program that like we don't want them to have, but were they they like were they to use it would end them. And the Right. And also they're gonna get this seat at the international table, which the reason they were kept out the reason they were ostracized wasn't because of this nuclear program. That's recent. The reason they were ostracized is because they keep people in camps. They don't yeah. feed them. They don't let them read the internet. They are I don't know why starving. I'm as you're saying this, but just like the way, <laughs> like yeah. it's just crazy to me that it's like so there's none of this, none of the stuff that we're talking about, none of this like stuff about the summit. It's all around denuclearization of the peninsula, and there is nothing about the insane human rights abuses that are the reason initially. That North Korea wasn't right. like wasn't in our friend group. Right. We were like, like, no, they do human rights abuses. You can't you can't sit with us. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> right. I love how they're like they're like, oh, this is such a triumph for peace. It's like, oh, how is it a triumph for peace when you just legitimize this power that their entire goal was to get legitimized? Yeah, that they already won what they wanted. Like you they basically c- just gave them what they wanted by even like entertaining the idea of negotiating with them and making them seem like they are in some ways equal to any other country. I know. And it's like, now, now, now you're basically claiming like we're making peace. It's like, what do you, no, you're not making peace. You I know. just like, and now I'm reading in the New York times. Like they this- got what they wanted in such an, underhanded way basically trading on the fact that our president has no idea like what anything is because he's an idiot yeah and now i'm reading in the new york times that this petition signed by 18 republican congressmen to get him a nobel peace prize is like picking up steam and they're like really considering doing that and it's just like you know what i for getting us for barely getting us out of a nuclear situation that you created on twitter yeah. <laughs> you created this issue basically on right. Twitter that like then there's like now there's like nuclear brinksmanship via tweet. Then you get us out of it by giving that country everything that they want and they still have camps. Yeah. <laughs> right. What? Right. We're gonna give this man a Nobel right. Peace Prize. If if Donald Trump becomes President slash Nobel laureate Donald Trump. I'm really I'm okay. Done. Okay, I, I'm done. I know that was my like initial reaction, and perhaps this is just a defense mechanism mm-hmm. about how upset I am. <laughs> to, but what I think, what what when I read that in the mm-hmm. sub today, again, another reason you need the email <laughs> is is I was like, you know what? Maybe if we just like give him this like honor and like. Maybe he'll just be like, you know what? Like I fucked up. Like knowing in his head, like I fucked up. Like I have, I have my peace prize. I seem really legit. Maybe he just won't run again because he'll be like, my work here is done. I don't want to deal with this shit anymore. Maybe they'll let me off if I just agree to not be president. Yes. And and then he just will go away. Like, I maybe would, that's. What I, I would. 
let Donald Trump have a Nobel Peace Prize if he promised Me too. to fuck off forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's literally what I'm thinking. I'm like, maybe if we give him, like, make him think that he's like a... Because if you think about it, like, do, right after he won, he was, like, very calm and, like, seemed very rational. So I think that he, like, once he feels, like, safe and legitimate, he, he calms down. It's when he feels... Like attacked. attacked and illegitimate and perhaps that maybe he isn't the best. That's when he goes insane. He's so gonna- if we just let him think that he's incredible, you are the supreme leader, you're the hottest man alive, like we put him on the cover of People, we put oh him on the magazine cover. GQ should make him sexiest man alive. We tell him he's innocent. And then maybe he'll just go home and go to bed. I honestly, I think that this is a really good plan. I think we need yeah. to get him named Sexiest <laughs> yeah. Man Alive, too. I think he would care about that more than a Nobel Peace Prize, right. first of right. all. That's what he would really right. love. You slept with the most women. You have the most money. You're innocent. Yeah. You're perfect. Put him on, go sit in a cage. Put him on the 30 <laughs> under 30, even though he's yeah. like a 71-year-old yeah. man. Yeah. Just be just like, and also Trump yeah, is doing just great. Like as long as he promised to lock herself in a room and mm-hmm. never come out and never tweet again, you can have all these things. Yeah, like just just stop yeah. being president and you yeah. can have it. Yeah. I just keep thinking about like his speech <laughs> getting the Nobel oh Peace Prize. Like, I read a parody of it actually like the other day. I'll send it oh to you. Oh my God. Yeah, I'll yeah it. It's literally just quotes from him recycled into the Nobel Prize speech. That, uh, I'll send it to you. That is unbelievable. Okay, speaking of Donald Trump getting elected. <sighs> We have to check in on Michael Cohen. Michael Cohen, fixer. Yesterday (laughs) was the greatest day of my life. If I could have designed a story, that's what's really getting me through the week. Yeah. If I could have designed a story more perfect, I couldn't even have imagined this in my (laughs) wildest dreams. (laughs) Basically, Michael Cohen has a shell company called Essential Essential Consulting, into which there is an inflow of money that he is basically using to A, pay off porn stars, mm-hmm. notice Stormy Daniels. Yes. And B, essentially sell influence and access to the president. Mm-hmm. Like a cleaner scandal could not possibly exist. And this all relates back to Sammy's favorite scandal. The, the Russia, Russia report. report. I was like, yes. what are we going to call yeah. it, actually? Yeah. The Russia investigation. <laughs> the Russia investigation report. The report. report. Okay. Um, so this company, Essential Consulting. You can call it a company. It's more like a piece of paper. Yeah. It's, it's, it's literally referred to as a shell company. And when Rudy Giuliani was giving that interview with Hannity, he mentioned he was like, it was funneled through a company. Yeah. This is the company. That, yeah. And I remember hearing that language and being like, wow, that sounds incredibly shady, but I guess it's totally fine to have a shell company that funnels money, and that's, like, something we can talk about publicly. Like, that's not even the illegal part. Yeah. So the illegal, (laughs) the potentially illegal part is that Essential Consulting happened to receive a casual $500,000 from a company called Columbus Nova that is backed by, you guessed it, a, a Russian, Russian oligarch. oligarch. <laughs> yes. Never in my it's life. So, it's so perfect. Have like, I thought about Russian oligarchs more than in this same. life? In this year, same. I'm constantly thinking about Russian oligarchs. I think we should do like a guide to them or something yeah, on some, the Instagram because I feel like I have all the baseball mm-hmm. cards yeah. now in my head. <laughs> the top <laughs> 10 Russian oligarchs you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Disney stars, Russian mm-hmm. oligarchs. So, potent, so 
Michael Avenatti, 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 the true sexiest man. I, Stormy Daniels is a hot, hot lawyer. Yeah. Posted this thing on Twitter, and basically, what I think the connection he's trying to make is that a Russian oligarch paid the money that was then used to pay off Stormy Daniels. So the scandals are collapsing in on themselves. Yes. The snake is eating yes. itself. Yes. <laughs> An Ouroboros of scandals. Yes. And, that's, and that's why all these things have been tied together. That's why Mueller's not like overstepping by looking into Michael Cohen no. or looking into Trump's businesses because the, the what really happened here is that our is that you have a man who mm-hmm. is essentially a business a businessman, but is true in reality a con artist who's yeah. engaged in what is essentially a mafia style business. It is entity, crazy, sort of how and mobby then, they are. And then the Russian government capitalized on this person, and then this person by by interfering in the election in multiple ways, whether it was through social media or whether it was through literally paying off. Store, like porn stars yeah. that he slept with so that he could get elected. And then they, they've all just sort of, and then this man got elected. So you have just essentially like if Bernie Madoff were president. Yeah. I mean, what it's, you have here. it's crazy. Uh, the, the New York Times article I read about it said, so I got two different numbers literally from the same article, but somewhere between $1 million and $4.4 million were funneled through this company, not just from the Russians. It's, 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 I think it's closer to $4 million because there were other companies, like big American companies that were paying Michael Cohen for information, insights into the administration. Hiring his consulting firm, which was basically him being like, yeah, I'll tell Donald Trump to do what you want. And there was one quote... That's really what it is. There was one quote from him where he told, like, he told some, like, CEO or something, I'm fucking killing it. (laughs) Which is like... That's what you say right before you go to jail. Exactly. So... So Novartis, like the medical, I don't know yes. what they are. Something Far, big medical, pharma, ph- big pharma bullshit. They paid one point two million dollars. AT and T paid six hundred thousand dollars. A South Korean aerospace firm gave one hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars. This Columbus yeah. Nova company. I think there's one more that I saw on MSNBC. Yeah, and they are all just giving giving their money yeah. to and Michael this is Cohen, not, this random guy yeah, from Long Island. Like, who's barely a lawyer. Like, on what... It, he went to what is technically considered the worst law school in yes, America. Yes, oh my God, I read that. The law school that he went to has, like, like over 50% of the people who go to it don't pass the bar. Yeah, well, he passed. <laughs> he, oh my God, I would love to, I would love to know by how much he passed. Like, was it... Yeah, you know what? I don't know that he's he could be a good test taker. Yeah, maybe he is. So, okay. Well, that's what happened there. So, it just seems like... The, and, okay, here's what's really juicy about this. Mm-hmm. Bob Mueller. Bob Mueller? Bob, yeah, we're calling Bobby him Bob. Mueller. We're calling yeah. him Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. Bobby actually found out about these payments in November and mm-hmm. contacted the companies to ask them about it in November. So, he's been, like whatever six months or so like eight months ahead of this entire thing he's and michael avenatti it. just happened to like discover it as well yeah and michael avenatti is not bob Mueller's, and he's yeah. like michael avenatti is very much in love with the press and the media as yes. much as any of these but i'll take it i'll take it because he looks great here's the thing <laughs> is that like in this day and age where you have like bethany frankel running like disaster relief yeah. for america yeah you need a hot 
like telegenic loudmouth yes. lawyer and to go up against Trump and make this case in the court of public opinion. Otherwise, you just have like yeah, like I don't because Bob Mueller's not no going to do it. Bob Mueller is too respectable. He's running, you know, his operation. Right. But he's going to go through the. The, the correct procedure. Trump's but, lawyers, I mean, look yeah. at Giuliani. He's doing every Sunday show just saying whatever the fuck he yeah. wants. He has no idea. He's like, I haven't read the documents. Yeah. <laughs> but he's still on I'm TV. through. So it's like, it's kind of amazing that we have these two other media savvy people being Stormy Daniels and Michael Avenatti who are like kind of being the, in a weird way, the public face of the opposition because Bob Mueller's not going to do it. So that's, that, that investigation is honestly like too, too legit. Right. But I'm Michael Avenatti and Stormy Daniels have like filled that role and like they're doing press conferences and they're doing things and they're going on all the morning shows and like doing all this shit. Stormy's on SNL. Right. Like they're really. Well, if you think about what's like been going on essentially since the primaries before the election, um, this entire thing, everything that's happened, most of it has been fights in the media. Yeah. Like very few actual things have happened like i guess you have the tax cut and i don't know this iran deal is a real thing that's happening yeah but so much of what has gone on has just been things that have been fought out in the president's twitter feed on morning shows in like these big interviews that have like brought you like you know big moments like if you think about like like one of the major pieces of the obstruction of just obstruction of justice case that Bob Mueller has against Trump mm-hmm. is that he told, or that at least that we're aware of, is that he told Lester Holt that he fired James Comey because of he was thinking the about Russia the Russia investigation. investigation. So it's like when you have this this climate where so much of what's going on is literally being fought out, just like on public airwaves in live in real time. It's that it makes sense that you have someone like Michael Avenatti who's going to like move the narrative forward. Yeah. I so, agree. I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy, but as we just talked about, like we're we're in reality TV presidency. Yeah. So now right. it's like it's it's not even like that. The president slept with the intern. The president slept with a, a porn, porn star. star. It's like perfect. Who's and the thing that's crazy about Stormy is that she's like as savvy about social media and like good at she's that kind savvy. of stuff at, as he is in a way. Like he popped off because of his crazy ass Twitter and Stormy Daniels is like always on Twitter. If you you should honestly follow her because she is constantly roasting people on her Twitter. Yeah. I wish we could get her on the podcast. I know. Why don't we just tweet oh her? Okay. They're fighting fire with fire basically between Avenatti and them. Meanwhile Mueller is like doing the real shit. Yeah, like <laughs> the legitimate forms that need to be filled out. Yeah. He's like the CFO. I would not be surprised if neither group has filled out a single form <laughs> regarding any of this. Well, They've I only got Michael Avenatti He's does. filling out He's a forms. real lawyer. He okay. is a real lawyer. Should we talk about Gina Haspel real quick? Yeah. I'm curious to hear your opinion. So I do know that John McCain came out today and said that he does not want her to be confirmed. Um, they asked her yesterday if she would go through with an order from the president to torture people, to reinstate waterboarding. And she, her answer wasn't no. It was, I don't think the president would do that, which is crazy because at a rally, 
he said, I think that we should waterboard people, and I think we should actually do worse than waterboarding. So <laughs> what is, he doesn't even know what that means. No, he doesn't. That would be killing them, and then they would be useless. Could you point but them it's also to get useless, information? But yeah, whatever. but you it don't even, even get work. good information. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can't okay. believe we're doing this again. I'm gonna, yeah. <laughs> like, I can't believe waterboarding okay. is back now, and we're doing this yeah. fucking debate again about waterboarding. Right, I know. So, I mean, my feelings on Gina Haspel are sort of like, they're mixed. Yeah. Because, okay, first of all, Everything that I think is like, well, it could. What if he? What if the next option's worse? Yeah. I watched her con. I watched her hearings yesterday, and I wasn't. I didn't hate her the way that, like, when I watched Betsy DeVos, I'm like, oh my god, I want to vomit yeah. on myself. Like, I literally want to throw up when I see Betsy DeVos, or some, or even like Christian Nielsen. I yeah. fucking hated. Like, with her, there was something that I was like. I'm not sure what I think about you because so much of it is like hidden and so much of it is like kind of couched in this like CIA. Yeah. The fact that like I don't really understand the CIA and the length That's to which how pe- <laughs> how things work with like orders and like do you get ordered to do something? Can you like yeah. what do you do? So I feel like I'm I'm not sure what to make of her in either a positive or gen- or, or negative direction. Personally, I feel very yeah. similarly in that I'm just not sure. So at this time when she was in the CIA, this is what the CIA we was doing. doing. Yeah. So I kind of feel like, okay, well, is, is this more, is her involvement closer and more tightly knit? To these kinds of black sites and this kind of like clandestine, like this torture situation, or is this kind of what you would see from like any person who's risen through the ranks of the CIA, right? At this, like during that time, because like it's, I mean, it's upsetting. I don't agree with it, but our government was they waterboarding did. people during yeah. that time, and it was a huge debate that we were having. But as right. per per the administration, like. It's just hard to talk about because obviously I don't support that. I don't think that we should be doing it. But I wonder, is anyone from the CIA not in some way going to be tied to those activities? Or is she actually more tied to them than normal? And I haven't really been able to tell because it's like she was running the black site and she was overseeing things when these like videos were destroyed. But she wasn't the one who destroyed the video. She also. okay, so she wrote out the order, but someone apparently told her to do that. Okay. Also, yesterday, like she. okay. also the thing she said in her hearing, she was like, I don't support doing torture mm-hmm. like i don't want to like i will not do it in the she said like yeah. i like i don't want to bring torture back yeah that's one thing two is that she said they asked her like she said something like if i was given an order that was immoral but not but technically legal i would not carry it out okay and she was like i was raised right it's like okay so you say that and i guess i take you at your word that you don't want to bring torture back but you already did that like you already did something that was immoral that wasn't legal but like then again it's like you could get dishonorably discharged if you don't do what you're supposed to do yeah and like the culture in there i mean she was a spy for like 32 years so that's kind of crazy but it is like okay yeah you wouldn't do waterboarding again but what if what's the next crazy thing that they come up with because i like if you think back to that time there was this whole debate over whether or not waterboarding actually counted as torture which like it 100 percent does it makes you think you're drowning right (laughs) yeah like it's horrible it's a horrible thing to do but like Okay, we're not going to do that again, but what if they come up with 
this new some like thing. black mirror way yeah, yeah. exactly yeah like yeah, yeah black like some like some like virtual reality where you, they, you think you're dying yeah like, yeah something i mean some crazy thing that we have that we two people sitting in a podcast booth who aren't insane aren't going to come up with right. <laughs> but like something that again walks that line where like most reasonable people know it's torture but the government is insisting that it's not like right. or is this what we're going to be doing again right that that's that's why i'm just not sure about her but then i'm like okay so she she's she at least will say that she's not going to bring back torture but then who's the guy behind her yeah who's like he could be like yeah which i believe always, torture works which is always the scary thing with these trump appointees it's like okay this one's bad but who the fuck do we think is going to come around who's standing behind him so it's like do we fight all of them like part of me says you know do it but then the other part of me is like maybe save the fights for the ones that we know like this is a worst case scenario person like fucking betsy devos right who's horrible jeff sessions was a horrible person to let get into well it's good that he did because he recused himself i know i know it's actually like it turned out to be a good it's interesting to see the positive things that happen by accident exactly like it turns out to be good as far as this russia investigation because because that's how we got robert Mueller. but it's bad for uh, criminal justice reform, as I'm sure Kim Kardashian could tell you. Yeah, of course, it's she knows bad all about it. For legalizing yeah. weed, it's bad for a lot of things. Yeah. He, like, so, shut down a branch of the Justice Department that's, like, only job was to try and look into wrongful convictions and get them, like, things that, like, try to, like, look for DNA evidence to overturn wrongful conviction, convictions. And he's like, oh, we don't need that. And it's like, course. literally the only point of it is to get people who shouldn't be in jail out of jail. <laughs> Of course he fucking thinks that. He's horrible. Well, I don't know. I feel like she's one of the people who I'm like, you're not like that bad comparatively. And she definitely feels competent to me, which is like crazy percent of the thing. It's crazy that that's a question bar. And I'm totally open to having someone tell me like, no, she is worse for this, this and this reason. But just based on what I've read and based on the fact that like, I, I've never worked in the CIA. Yeah. <laughs> like, Based on everything I've seen, I feel like pretty at this moment, like set in this way, yeah. which is mostly that I don't know. Yeah. So, like, fine. Like, I just don't know. She doesn't get my ire up like no. some other no. she doesn't people. Like, she's not like, she's not like overtly terrifying. Yeah. But it is like. She could end up being the worst of them all. Who yeah, knows? Who knows? Like maybe, maybe like she literally like loved waterboarding so much, and we just yeah, don't. We just don't know. <laughs> we don't know. I heart waterboarding. I, yeah, yeah okay. we, we we find out she has that tattoo, and everyone's like, <gasps> oh, <no. laughs> the National Enquirer has been killing that story for yeah. like years. Oh yeah. Okay, let's move on to one more thing. One I already more did my thing. one more thing. So we'll do. Um, you can do your one more. One thing. more thing. Wait. So I don't actually know oh. about this one. Oh, okay. Well, this I heard on the news this morning. So mm-hmm. Mike Pence, Pence apparently gave an interview with Andrea Mitchell yesterday, or yeah, yes. And basically, he said that it's time to wrap up the Mueller investigation. It's been a year, and they've given millions of documents, and mm-hmm. it's too much. Thanks for your point. input, Mike. Thanks for your Thanks. input, Mike. Who's in the room during all these fucking conversations? Yeah. Okay, but it's okay. what was funny was that MSNBC played it. This is the channel I watch, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, played like. Mike Pence's words 
like cut in with Spiro Agnew's words. <gasps> and this, Spiro like, Agnew this, being the vice president to under, Nixon. Yeah. And it's literally like the same sentences. Wow. Like it was Melania Trump stealing Michelle Obama's speech level similar. Wow. That is interesting Weird. yeah that is interesting so, all the parallels so i mean trump could have told him to say that he maybe he watched a video of spiro agnew and was like honestly this whole situation worked out great for them so <laughs> yeah and well spiro agnew did not get to become president no he went to jail yeah so i think he i think uh, i have to like to google re- it. i mean obviously gerald ford was the v- vp when Nixon time. resigned, but I think that maybe Spiro Agnew got ousted. I think so, yeah. I think something, something along those. I think he got arrested. Maybe Danny can tell us, or we can let you know tomorrow. Or, mm-hmm. next or time. like any of you at home, let us www.google.com. Yeah. <laughs> we, we can't use it right now because we're podcasting. Yeah. So <laughs> that tells me that either Mike Pence did something or knows something or there's some oh, evidence. Must. Maybe, maybe he saw this like influence peddling thing and he was like, fuck, I was in that meeting with AT. I mean, none of these people, none of them are innocent in any of it. Maybe Hope Except Mel- <laughs> maybe Hope Hicks. Maybe Melania. I don't think we count Melania. Melania is innocent Melania. because she, like, Melania has a restraining <laughs> Yeah, Melania has, like, a restraining order against her husband. They're, yeah. like, never within, like, 10 feet of no, each other. Yeah. So. So, so I'll say that's my one more thing. We talked about it a little bit, but uh, you got to read. We put it up on the website. Oh, yeah. 10 things from this Washington Post uh, profile about Melania and her day-to-day life, and it's... Her day-to-day life. It's just crazy that Melania really Trump has, like, a day-to-day life. I know. And she has to deal with this shit. Okay. Okay. So, this has been the sub live. Mm-hmm. Until the end of democracy. Guys, I'm Elise Brown. I'm Sammy Fishbein. And this was the sub podcast. Yay. Yay. Bye. Bye, guys. Batches.